0: Okay, so you and your broker found a location that you want to operate your business or you already have a space and you're thinking about renewing that location. What type of deal should you expect on your lease? In today's podcast, we will show you the best way to get the best deal on your next lease. Welcome to the Workspace Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host and resident cuddly broker, James Robertson. Now, I want you to imagine that we're sitting on a plane as pilots. Me and you, were co-pilots together, or if you're outside of Texas, you and your broker. Right now, we're level at 30,000 feet, approaching the nearest airport for a landing, and that, that spot we're landing at is the property you want to negotiate. Now as we check the horizon and begin our descent, we are looking at a bunch of different buttons, switches and knobs, and instrument panels that are all giving us information that we need to have to have a soft landing. Now you could ignore these instruments. You could ignore the bleeps and bloops you hear and you could totally try to eyeball this thing. Now believe me, as an entrepreneur myself and knowing you as an entrepreneur or as a business owner, we are very used to jumping off cliffs. We're very used to taking risk. But in this particular case, why would you take that risk if we have access to a better, more consistent process? Now here are just some of the data points that you and your broker need to be discussing on your next lease base rent duh that's obvious the additional rent costs or your triple net costs that's your common area maintenance taxes and insurance you have a plethora of lease requirements i would say about one to two hundred different requirements dealing with insurance dealing with default clauses termination options there's a bunch in your lease i can do a podcast and i probably will on that alone the term of the lease Different landlords have different requirements for term. The rental history, this is a big one and one of the most ignored. Rental history gives us a lot of good data to show us what a good deal looks like for this particular property. The market history also, not only is it ignored but severely misunderstood. Market history shows us where we need to be on a macro level, really important. Ownership history, is your building owned by an individual owner? Is it owned by a REIT? is it owned by an institutional investor? Each one of these owners have a different way of negotiating deals. I'll get into that later. Building finance history, also very important, which bank and when it was, the deal was done will dictate what type of deals many of these landlords will be able to do because banks have a say-so in this. Your, the, the bank loan status of the property, I'll talk about that in a second. The listing brokerage firm, Most people don't even think twice about this, but you have to remember that these owners hire the listing broker. And when listing brokers, and I know because I've been one of them, when we go to a landlord, we're going to pitch how high we can get their rent. So they're literally hiring these brokers in order to aggressively negotiate deals to increase rent for them. You have to understand that. So the better and more prestigious the brokerage firm, the better they are at getting deals that are favorable to the landlord. Capital improvements. Most people don't understand this, but if your building gets a new roof, a new parking lot, if they rechange the lobby, you're paying for that. (laughs) So you have to understand that. The vacancy rate, that's really big. Most tenants kind of observe if they see a neighbor not uh, occupying a space for a set period of time, they think, oh, well this landlord might be struggling. We need to zoom out and see the big picture there. Okay, so vacancy rate is important, but it needs to be looked at in context. The building loss factor or efficiency of a building. This is something that I never hear talked about with tenants, but it's very important because if your building is like an atrium style building, or if your building has a weird configuration and is not efficient, that means that you're paying for square footage that you cannot use. That's a really big deal. Um, especially if you have a sizable space, so efficiency matters. That needs to come into your equation here. The your desired square footage or the percentage of your your premises or your space compared to the property that helps determine how much leverage you have. If you're a thousand square foot tenant and a three hundred thousand square foot building, you have less leverage than a major company coming in taking a whole floor. Okay, and and the last one is your lease type so that is is it a triple net lease is it a gross lease you know these are just some of the items just some of the items that we use to kind of see where we're located and what to expect now let me move on real quick so some of these items you can clearly see because they're on your side of the dash on this plane right like your rent your term the size of the space you want, the building amenities that you're looking for. But there is a ton of stuff that's outside of your view, outside of your view, and that's on my side of the panel. That's like the five-year rental history, the market history, understanding the shifts in the market, and more importantly, why they happened. The reason that virtually all major corporations use a co-pilot or use a broker to help land the plane is there's simply too many variables that change for every deal For a company to have a consistent process to always achieve the best result or best deal possible that's why exxon when they do a deal in the woodlands they're going to talk to somebody local because they need to know what the local variables are you know they can have a process but it won't be perfect unless they get the data points they need and unfortunately in commercial real estate a lot of these data points i'm talking about you have to have experience and a network to pull that or you have to pay a substantial amount of money for the systems that have this data readily available. It's still not available to an everyday user online. Even if you look on LoopNet, that's going to show you what buildings are advertised at, but everything else I mentioned is not there. So for the sake of time and your entertainment value, I want to focus on the most important parameters and I want you to tell me if you want me to do more in a future podcast. So here we go. I would never, ever, ever sign a lease without considering the following data. You need a five year history for your market. You need a five year history for your building. You need to identify those shifts that we talked about. If the rent goes up, we need to know why. If the rent's dropped, we need to understand why. We need to know the last date of sale for the building that you want. That's important because hopefully we can track to see the terms of the financing for the bank, which may drive a lot of the leasing parameters, okay? We need to know of other recent building purchases in the same market area. That's gonna tell if his big money has moved in or there's a major development that has a strategy. Let's take the Woolens for example. When Exxon moved the headquarters to the Woodlands, a thousand businesses followed. That turned a vacancy rate in the Woodlands from like 85%, which is already, I'm sorry, it turned the occupancy rate, which is at 85% back then, which was already great. That's already a a pretty strong market. They were close to 98% occupied after Exxon made their move. That's huge because a lot of landlords that were kind of soft on rent or about to be soft, totally changed their tune when they were bursting at the seams because of that big move. So believe me, other tenants moving in to other buildings near you can definitely affect what your rent's going to be. We need to look at the five-year occupancy and vacancy rates for the reasons I pointed just just a second ago with Exxon. We need to look at big moves within your own building for the past year. If you're sitting in a 3,000 square foot space and you had a full floor tenant just move out, there's gonna be some changes and some opportunities for you. And and you need a broker to be able to explain that through in context what happened historically. We have to look at how the landlord has reacted to those shifts over time, and that tells us what they're going to do in the future. We need to look at the last 5 years of the additional rent cost for not only your building, but comparable buildings. I'm talking about your triple net your common area maintenance, taxes and insurance. Every building has this, they structure it differently. It can be a gross lease where it's already included or it can be a triple net lease where it's separated. Either way you're paying it, you need to understand how your building historically deals with these numbers. You need to understand how and if they can cap these expenses that can save you hundreds of thousands of dollars over the over the, over your business or the life of your business in this building. We need to know the average rent for the market for your type of building which is is overstated too much that's important for context but that's not going to help you pick the best deal for your building the other data will for that that's just going to let you know if you're in the ballpark you need to know your average rent for the building itself a much stronger indicator you need to know last year's concessions for the market so we want to know how much free rent is given out in this market we want to know uh the lowest rate that we see in this market. We want to know what buildings are struggling. We want to know what buildings are thriving and how they're reacting differently to deals. So if you want to guarantee without question that you're getting the best deal on your space, you have to have this information. Not having this info on a deal is the same thing as ignoring your instrument panel as you're trying to land a plane. Unfortunately, we see people do this all the time. When most businesses quote unquote land a bad deal, they usually crash by going out of business because the rent was too high. And the sad thing is, they don't even realize that's what happened. I can't tell you how many restaurants, and this is really bad with restaurants, they they need to be in a good location. So they talk to a landlord. They agree to terms that they can't do. And the landlord doesn't care because they know restaurants have a high turnover. They're going to get the rent they want. And if they can't pay, they're just going to get someone else in there and backfill it. And so the sad thing is, This person's dreams are dashed because they did not take the time to look at the opportunity that was available. They didn't measure the cost. They didn't look at other opportunities that may have been able to support the budget they actually had. And because of that, they're no longer able to fulfill their dream, or at least not for some time until they get out of their financial trouble. So to close things out, I want to give you guys a quick success story on how all this data helped Me cut a client's rent by 50%. Yes, I'm saying 50%. And this is in 2018. So I represented an industrial office supply distributor in West Houston. Now, and here are the rough numbers. They were looking for 12,000 square feet of space. They were in the I-10 Katy market, which is a booming market in West Houston. They wanted a five to 10 year lease. And currently they were paying 14,000 a month in rent. They needed a dock high space and a ramp space together and 25% of that 12,000 square foot office space, I'm sorry, 25% of the 12,000 square feet total needed to be office for their staff, and the rest of it needed to be warehouse so their trucks can pull in at night. Now, when I met my client, this is all he knew. He knew his rent was too high, where it was at. He knew he needed to cut costs so he can stay in business, but he wanted to stay close to home. He had six months left on his lease to make a decision and the current landlord he already talked to him because he was going to try to do it direct the landlord offered him a solution but the landlord didn't cut his rent he cut the size of the space he said okay well you need a smaller budget so here's a smaller space well that doesn't solve my client's problem you cut his rent but you cut the space he could operate in so he still had that issue so when we met i was able to do the following using the data that i just told you i was able to identify the lowest rent achievable at his current space I used the five-year history. I use my, my knowledge of the brokerage firm that he worked with because I worked with the guy on numerous deals. I knew how he worked within that market. I was able to take all the data points I told you and got the lowest rent achievable at his current space. We talked about it and he determined that, okay, I'm not going to be able to pay even if they, they lower the rent to the lowest achievable rate that you said, James, you know, it's not going to happen here. So we were able to pivot and look at other spaces and we highlighted all of the spaces that showed the historical ability to meet the numbers that he needed within the target area. So we're not playing around and guessing here, we're not lowballing. we're actually picking spaces that have a history of hitting this mark. Now, I recommended those spaces that were advertised and they were literally advertised at the rate he wanted to be. So we were able to move him to a spot that was organically already at the, the target rate that he wanted. Now, when we got there, we used the data to push further. So we got more concessions, like we got free rent, we got a build-out allowance, I capped additional rent uh, expenses, and a ton more because I understood historically what that building was at. So all of this was a beautiful textbook soft landing. Now if you ask my client, I think it was pretty painless for him and also pretty profitable for him. You know, we basically cut his rent in half saved him hundreds of thousands of dollars, and he's gonna sell his business in five years, and he's gonna capture the gains from that as well, because the new owner is gonna benefit from a better lease deal. But there were hundreds of data points that were used to produce the best location at the best price with the best terms possible. So remember, before you begin your descent, nudge your co-pilot to make sure he or she is awake, check your instrumentation, and get the deal that you deserve. Thank you so much for listening, fellas. Have a great one. Looking forward to talking to you soon.